This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hello, I'm Anif Baharuddin. You're tuned in to the show that explores the narratives of iconic landmarks and places in the Klang Valley. We'll be heading to Gomba in today's episode. Yes, we've decided to talk about Gomba, mainly because it's an area that has always intrigued me partly because I have a distant but personal connection to the area, but also because as someone who's mostly based and located on the other side of the Klang Valley, Gomba feels different. In ways that feel familiar and yet different. Not sure if I'm making sense here, and so I've decided to share this with our resident heritage conservation expert, Elizabeth Cardosa, to get her take on Gomba and to contextualize the area's relationship with Kuala Lumpur and the greater Klang Valley. Well, I think that, you know, when we talk about Gomba, it's in the state of Selangor, right? Mm. So it's not it's not in the federal territory of KL, mm. except of course it what used to be uh, when KL was the city and uh, within the state of Selangor, of course Gombat was they were all like mixed together, lah, right? Mm. Um, but now when you're talking about the boundaries for KL, Gombat really sits on the sort of um, the district of Gombak Daira sits on the northern boundary of the the like an almost an arch around the top of you know if you think about um, KL being sort of um, a teardrop kind of shape right um, sort of the 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 top edge of it well a teardrop but not with a sharp point with a sort of a flattish bottom. Um, and so the Gomba district um, covers all of that. And it's really, really very, very large because it, it goes all the way from Rawang to, which we don't think about, you know, we think about like Rawang, oh, Jawa. Actually, it's on, on a map. If you look at it on a map, it's north of KL. It's not so far away, you know. Um, but of course, the state of Selangor, within the state of Selangor, it's one of the daira within the state of Selangor. It's not the largest. It's actually one of the smaller districts within the state of Selangor. But Selangor State is really quite big, right? Mm. So I think that if you're looking at Gomba itself, Gomba as a daira didn't become its own daira until KL was formed as federal territory. Mm. Um, and uh, then whichever way you want to look at it, Kuala Lumpur was annexed. You know, so Selangor retained the area known as Gomba and um, Kuala Lumpur, the federal territory, you know, took up that. So that's why they have that that common boundary. And it really is is sort of, um, you know, to the north, a little bit to the east. And the um, this whole kind of like area, I think, is... When we talk about Gomba, we don't really think about it that way, right? You don't. You think about Rawang as Rawang. You don't think about Rawang in the daerah of Gomba, but actually it is in the daerah of Gomba. If you think about Selayang, you don't think about it as in Gomba daerah. So when we talk about Gomba, what do we often think about? We think about, I don't know, there must be housing estates that we call part of Gomba. You know, when we talk about Gomba, we think about the zoo, maybe. Yeah. But then when we think about the zoo, we think about Taman Melawati. Mm, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of, right? 
yeah. and you think about Taman Melawati, you think about mm, Ampang. You know, so it's actually kind of like quite interesting that when we talk about Goba, it it kind of has a little bit of an amorphous sort of a fluid like border, right, in our in in our in our head. Mm. But but as a district, I think it is really very, very, very large. It is large. It isn't just a town. It isn't just a village. Of course, probably it started off as a village. Mm. Stapak, Ampang, all of these would have started off as settlements, right? The other thing that we think about when we say the word Gomba, I think, anyway, I think of the Gomba River. Yes. Right? So when you think about the Gombat River, then you think, oh, the river then flows and then meets the Klang River and then you have the confluence and you have Masjid Jamek. And so you think about that as well when you say Gombat, right? Mm. Um, and the Gombat River that flows past the, let's say, the Putra, the World Trade Center. Now it's no longer called the Putra World Trade Center. The World Trade Center passes through up toward... Uh, I don't know, you know, um, the uh, university, um, Islam, uh, International Islamic University. Mm. Um, toward, even when you think about it, you think about, wow, there is, um, I don't know, you're too young to remember, but there was there was this theme park called, it was called Mimaland, yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, start, probably like the first theme park, that started in the 70s and I think by the mid-90s was um, closed and overtaken by obviously all the other um, more, you know, contemporary modern theme parks. But, you know, this was out kind of like in, in almost in the jungles, right? Like a bit distant, a bit in the within the natural landscape. And so when we think about Gomba, we think about it in those kind of different ways. I think so. The other thing that I think about when I think about Gomba, or I I refer to it apart from the river, um, and the 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 general area, the district that is, um, I actually also think about now more in terms of more modern um timeline. Um, there is this thing called a geopark. There is a Gomba Hulu Langat geopark. Now, Hululangat is the other daera, which is to the um, east of the boundary of KL and uh, the boundary between the, the northern boundary of um, Hululangat and Gomba, southern boundary, kind of like, you know, um, meet each other, right? So, but the geopark takes up both covers both these areas and it's it's really huge and so you know um what is a geopark i mean i it's it is a a site an area um which you have um the geo geology things to do with the way um the earth is constructed built ecology and you know your nature history and where there is settlement where humans interact with the nature and the geology of the place and they kind of come together and if we think about this in terms of I think the one that's probably best known is the Langkawi Geopark mm -hmm. 
uh, which is made up of 99 islands, you know. So it, it covers a really huge area, unlike a World Heritage Site, unlike a specific tapak for a, a, a designated heritage building, um, the, the an area covering a geopark is it, usually much larger and um, looks at having economic activity, uses the, the, the its assets, its geological, historical, ecological, you know, assets as part of, uh, for development of the local economy. And so it's usually a mixture. It's never um, an urbanized site. It's usually a mixture of sort of a semi-rural um, with, with natural environment. So that's kind of the other thing that I think about when it comes to Gombak, when, you know, when the word Gombak, Pops up la, mm. in my in my in in my head. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting because there are, there are a lot of things there, right? To to unpack, I suppose. And yeah. and, and, and yeah. when it comes to talking about going going back to the fact that you mentioned just now that it's, it's kind of difficult to actually directly pinpoint a place that you refer to as Gomba, I suppose. Uh, whereas in my head. Uh, as you were talking about it just now, I was thinking of like maybe you know you know I hate to use malls as a landmark, I suppose, but maybe some malls can be used to refer to the the gomba that we were thinking of, I suppose. You know what I mean? Like when we say gomba, because because I think in in, in our everyday conversation we do refer to a a place called gomba, right? And and I think all of us kind of know what we're referring to when we say oh is that gomba, right? As opposed to unless we are specific about our uh, location, then we will probably say oh is that what Malawati, you know, is that. Yeah, Rawang. Whereas, but and when we say it's at Gomba, it's in Gomba. We kind of know where we are referring to, right? To a certain extent, without actually referring to any specific language. Yeah, without, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would think so because if you travel on the Duke, let's say, or you travel on the, um, you know, any one of the highways, right? You will always see the sign that says Gomba, right? Yeah. And then when you you know you're going to Gomba, you know you will actually eventually sort of find your way to maybe maybe the current highway right mm. that gets you across the the Titiwangsa range across the main range mm. to uh the other side to the um you know into Pahang into uh the east coast and and the Titiwangsa mountains being the the main sort of division, physical highland division between the, the, the West Coast and the East Coast, right? Mm -hmm. So you kind of, um, when you see this sign that says Gomba, then you go, oh, yes, I need to, because I am going to um, Bentong or I am going to Kuantan and I'm on the Duke Highway, I will follow the sign that takes me to Gomba. The other thing that um, I would, if I'm going to the university, International University, uh, Islamic University, I will follow the sign that says Gomba. So Gomba to me on, on, on a, a personal level is not, is this, this idea of an area to the north and the northeastern side of, of Kuala Lumpur, depending on where, where you're coming from. And, and, you know, if you're going by Cardinal Point, lah. Mm. Um, as opposed to, as you said, you know, maybe yeah. Sometimes I don't, I don't think so much about malls. Sorry, not, not, not my, 
not yeah. my uh, but I know what you mean you know it, it identifies but do you do you think about let's say within Gombat district there is um, something which is extremely um, prominent in terms of a physical feature and that's the quartz ridge um, that you see you know the the, 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 the there's this mountain ridge that stretches that you see um, from the highways and the byways that stretches um, across um, that goes on for miles and miles, kilometers and kilometers. Um, and uh, that's really huge and very, very prominent. And, um, and that's, that's um, you know, the, the, uh, the Gomba, the Quartz Ridge in Gomba. And that is so prominent that um, it's believed to be, you know, the, the longest, the largest, and the longest um, quartz ridge in the world, and and that has all sorts of, you know, ecological wonders about it, flora, fauna, and of course because um, it would have been formed millions and millions of years ago, and and you know that sort of like with I don't know much about geology, but I do know that. You know, when we when we're learning in school, we talk about these tectonic plates that meet meet each other, and then they they uh, clash into each other, and over the millennia, um, they form the mountains, what used to be under sea, for example, before. Mm. And so there are fossils there, and you will get all of that within this area, certainly within the quartz area, but you also get you know. Pra- so it it is a dominant. It is a very prominent physical um, feature that even if you didn't know what it was, you will know it. You will you will recognize it when you see it. But what it what it? Is, I've been looking at some drone images, for example, of of the ridge, and um, it's a ridge. When you're on the Duke Highway, when you're looking at it, it looks like a, a it looks um, a vertical and long. Okay, um, and and you see it visibly, like like almost like cliffs in front of you. Okay, when you look at it from another um, direction, um, and if you are following the ridge from above the ridge, it is um, a high point, and you see this long mountain or long ridge um, with um, steep slopes that go down on both sides, and on one side of it is very densely developed and housing la and very densely populated you know the settlement of KL and Selangor and it's basically very very um densely built up and then on the other side of it is actually completely natural landscape uh with the Clangate Dam mm. So, which you don't see, right? Because it's not a dam we kind of like go to. We all know it's there because when it's drowned and, oh, you know, what's the water level at the dam and things like that, we all worry about that, right? Oh, you know, are we going to have, uh, um, are we going to have water rationing, for example? Yeah. Mm. Um, it, it, it's actually related to to this area called Gomba. But when we call it Clang Gates, because of the the dam, right? The Klang River flows from there, um, that area, the Klang Gates. The Gombat River flows um, from there as well, that area called Gombat. 
and the Sungai Batu uh, also flows from there. And there is another, you know, there's also the Batu Dam, right? So that these are these are three big rivers systems that actually feed KL, that flow toward KL. So the relationship between Gomba and KL is very close, you know, I mean physically. Um, from a, from a geographical point of view, um, as well because of the whole of the whole geological terrain um, system, um, they fit together, and mm. so you don't you don't. Although physically, by boundary, Kuala Lumpur and Selangor are two different, quite distinct. Huh? Except of course when you're in the mountain or you you're on the ridge. I mean, you know, are you going to know <laughs> this is a physical line that you're crossing, you know, between boundaries? You don't, you don't right? But it, it really is quite um, fascinating to see this, this, especially if you look at images um, at night, taken at night, where you are looking at this, this, this ridge, following the ridge. On the one side, it's completely lit up, bright, city, starry, full of lights, okay? And on the other side is dark and not dank, but dark and natural because it doesn't have settlement. So it is, and the Klang Ridge, the Quartz Ridge is the one that uh, divides um, one from the other. So, so as a natural phenomenon, I think that that's really quite fascinating because we don't think about it that way, because that's not our that's not a visual experience, you know, of ours, unless you're a hiker. <laughs> that was our resident heritage conservation expert Elizabeth Cardosa sharing her thoughts on Gomba. We're going for a short break. Stay tuned. I'm Anif Baharudin, and you're listening to I Love KL on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, you're listening to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. I'm Hanif Baharudin and joining me on the show today is Elizabeth Cardosa and we've been talking about Gomba in this episode. Elizabeth has shared some important environmental landmarks that are there, including the Gomba Selangor Quartz Ridge. We're going to continue our rumination by thinking about the characteristics of the area. So what are the characteristics of Gomba to you, you know? Um... How would you define um, what are the values that Gomba has, you know? Because we are talking about Gomba in terms of, oh, what does it have? It has the zoo. I mean, the zoo is really an important. Yeah. Taman Melawati. But we think about, oh, Taman Melawati, oh, Zoo Negara. And then we think about <laughs> as, the, as the birds fly, um, because it's an open concept zoo now, right? Um, you know how the birds just fly along the river following the river and um you know the, those those i don't know what kinds but you know those those types of birds that are water birds for example and we see them um and they migrate um to feeding grounds and then they go back um you know to to the zoo area you know which is that that so feeding and nesting and and that's kind of something we associate with with gomba mm. We associate malls, um, 
what is the name of that mall that's in Melawati? I, I only know what it looks like. But you know, it, we associate places with it. Mm. But we also, if I'm thinking about the character of Gomba, we don't associate it being, although we associate it with KL, we don't necessarily associate it as being completely urbanized, do we? We know that they're pockets. Yeah. Very urbanized, very city-like urban area, but it is suburb. There's a lot of suburb. There are commercial areas within the suburbia. Mm. But there's also a lot and masses of highways. Do you think just highways and byways that cut through the MRR one and two and the Duke and the inner ring road and the outer ring road, not so much the inner ring road, but the outer ring road, you know, that, that yeah. goes through masses of highways that cut through this area. And I think that is part of the reason why we are so, we can't pinpoint a centre. Mm. Because you're kind of like always flying through it from one point to another. Mm. So if you're coming from the city to the university or to the current highway, you're flying through um, over and above also because of the way the highways are built. Um, you can uh, you can get to, you know, if you talk about even Kampong Baru or Ulu Klang or Old Ampang Town, what you're still flying across things um and um so the city is is in a way has and the, the road system and infrastructure have messed around in our heads with how we 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 perceive it right or we understand the place and um, but but if we think about it we think about Oh, in the hills above, because when we talk about Klang, uh, Klang Gates, we talk about, you know, those Tamil Pelawati and, and Putra Heights. And was it Putra Heights? No, um, Perdana. I think it's called Perdana Heights and, and UK Heights and all of those Heights Heights. And we think about Highland Towers, you know? Mm. So it's like really, it's really a, a sort of a bit fuzzy. And then we think, no, Highland Towers, no, 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 it's not, it's not Gomba, it's um it is uh a punk. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, no, no. Then it's Hululangat. Oh no, is it Ampang? Is it Hululangat? You know, where are we? So our my, I shouldn't say our, but my perception of it, or you know, always gets a bit like, hmm. Um, so I look at it in terms of cardinal points, lah. Am I north? Am I south? Am I, you know? Uh, but that's the way my brain works now, you know? Yeah. But like you said, I mean, going back going back to, I guess, thinking of reference points for Gomba, uh, apart from, yeah, the, the big landmarks, you know, IUM, uh, uh, Batu Caves, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, we tend to think of, uh, for me, it's, it's those landmarks followed by how, the fact that I think there are a lot more suburbs there. And then only perhaps the, the the highways and then the malls. You know what I mean? And also the rich as well to a certain extent. Because, because you're right. I think that is a site that you don't see elsewhere. Except when you're in that part of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, so, and so it's that, so dominant and beautiful. And it, I suppose in a sense dangerous. Because, you know, you always hear, oh, you know, there was a... Um, a plane crash or, you know, or somebody get lost control or... 
you know, um, the plane went down. I mean, like like air wing planes, you know, have disappeared, or you know, and then there are searches in the area. Um, and um, so you think about that as well. Um, but you know, the other thing that you find within this gomba geopark is frim, which we think of as kapong, right? Mm. You say, oh, there's frim. Frim is in. But from is in Kapong, Kapong ke, in Gomba ke. But then again, this whole thing about within the district of Gomba, yes, you know. But Frim is in, um, as you said, it's more uh, smaller, smaller areas, although they're quite large, really quite huge. Um, but the whole, the whole natural setting of, of Frim, I think, is another landmark. We don't associate Frim with the zoo, or with the ridge, or with Batu Caves, but they're all within the same district, lah. <laughs> ah, interesting. So yeah, I mean, I mean, because I think it doesn't just apply to Gomba; it applies to a lot of other other places mm, as well. To be mm, fair, right? Yeah, when it comes mm. to thinking about um districts and 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 other places, but going back to Gomba, yeah, apart from I guess the iconic landmarks that we have mentioned throughout the show. And also the rich. What else can we talk about the space? Um, you know, um, because I think to be fair, I mean, we did mention how crucial some of the, uh, I guess, places there in actually contributing to to KL's welfare as well. Yeah, but but how else can we think about this area? That's you know, at the end of the day, it is pretty big. You know, part part of I mean, technically Slango, but it is kind of like yeah. crucial and essential <laughs> to KL as well. Yeah, so. So, so um, maybe we should start thinking that maybe um, while there are obvious for administrative reasons um, and political reasons, boundaries, mm-hmm. um, these boundaries are actually sort of, um, um, what's the word for it? They're not, they're not real. They're not natural mm-hmm. boundaries. Yeah. They, they are created, right? Constructed. Um but when we think about Gomba, I think we do think that it is not so urbanized as when we think about KL. Mm. When we think about KL, in in some ways, if we think about Churras, for example, you know, we could we could say the same thing, but Churras is within the city of Kuala Lumpur. Mm. Um, well, parts of Churras are anyway, yes. parts of it now in mm. slang <laughs> As we head toward Kajang and all of that, right? You know, and and uh, but if we're thinking about it, I think that what I would like us to remember, I think about Gomba, is that it, apart from its scale, uh, Gomba district, that is, um, it's nice that there are these smaller pockets, and it's nice that it has this nice. Um, it is. It's. It's great that there are. There is so much variety. There is. There are the different kinds of landscapes that we can enjoy. You know, we 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 have our urban comfort places like you were talking about your malls, right? Um, but you also have um, recreational spaces. Um, there's and it's so accessible to KL. Because, you know, when you talk about picnics and walk and trekking and activity like that, um, Gomba has a lot to offer. 
Goma has a lot to offer um, in terms of culture as well, you know, because it's it's really different in the sense, I mean, Batuke, it's okay, Frim. Um, but you also have smaller neighborhoods which are sort of um, modern kampong. You know, the housing estate which would have been kampong before, then have become modern buildings and the way in which uh, the because of the roads that go through them, the smaller roads, um, it still has this feel of um, a more genteel, I suppose, um, or, or a less hurried, um, rigid um, lifestyle that you will get in the larger modern housing estates. So you will get smaller roads that go through... Um, areas that wind a bit because of the terrain. Um, and then you will have, generally speaking, maybe one or two single or maybe up to two-story houses. And then you will get this mansion. And then you go through, you know, you wander through other streets and, you know, and, and you're still in, in, in areas where, again, you know, it's single story or, or, or two-story buildings, maybe terraces, maybe um, uh, detached lots. And then you get this, you know, major grand mansion, right? And and so I think that that not uniformity, the the fact that you do get this a different sensibility, I I like that about mm. Gomba. Yeah, I think it's important for us to also highlight these parts of KL. You know, again, you know, technically not KL, but yes, KL. Um, <laughs> on top of just the more urbanized parts of KL that we tend to talk a lot um, on the show, right? So I think I think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why also I wanted to talk about Gomba, you know, just to clarify to, to listeners out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think it's great that you can say it has so much more to offer, mm. but um, it doesn't have a, um, a, a center that you could say is Gomba town, you know? Uh Unless you say, oh, well, you know, there is the district office. There is the market. Okay. But the highways, like I say, it depends if you live there. You probably have a different um, notion of it than I have because I don't live there. Um, and so I, ha- I have friends who live there and, and, and someone I used to visit. I mean, every Raya, I would go to, used to go to his place when he was still around. Um, and uh, and it was just like that, like you say, you know, you just go through these roads, and it was like, okay, which which exit do we take now that we're not on Jalan Gomba, we are on not on Jalan Pahang. We have to kind of figure out now we're on the Duke, you know, we have to figure out okay, which exit do we take? How do we get there? So we use landmarks. Oh, the masjid is our landmark, okay, or the sekolah is our landmark, or whatever, you know, that that kind of thing. Um, but then then you go through modern kampung, more organized than sort of the cluster of of sort of scattered settlements in a traditional kampung, but it's still sort of relatively scattered. Um, and but they're all um, modern houses. They're you know they're 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 brick and mortar and and they're it's all modern in in terms of its materials and the material uh, wealth of it but it still has that character of 
something less formal like a kampong. And that's, like I said, that's kind of what I, I used to enjoy because you will then get your gardens and in, you know, in compound gardens, you will get your fruit trees and you will get your, you know, your your rumpah and you will get, I mean, basically you will get your ulam and you will get, you know, in as you're going through this, you will, whereas in modern housing estates, that isn't what you will generally find. You don't find your chambadak tree and you don't find your rambutan tree and you don't, you know, you don't. Whereas in areas like Gombak within the sort of the more semi-suburban um, kampung style, um, you will get that. So you have your compound gardens, you have, it, so the, it's it's more relaxed maybe, maybe that's the word. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it was interesting when you you said let's talk about Gomba, and I thought, hmm, what would I associate with Gomba? <laughs> you know, and I started with the river, and then from the river, you know, it sort of and it's linked with KL and and the fact that you know it would have been a settlement and it's originally um, supposed to have started again in the eighteen hundreds um, as a. I think um, a, a, a Menangkabau or a Mandeling village, I can't remember one, but certainly Sumatra, um, settlers would have come and and um, settled mm-hmm. and set up um, and established a place. And it would have been related to along the river because your waterway is what is your main transport route. And um, so everything then goes out from these three rivers, like I said, the Klang River, the Gombat River, and the Batu River. And then they head down to KL, and then they head to Klang. Yeah. So it's all, <laughs> even if it's Langwa, it's still, we're, we're, we're one happy family, maybe. Yeah. Politically, I'm not so sure, but, you know, certainly in terms of the the environment, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, the the geology, the topography of the place, yeah. we can't separate them. Yeah, I just want to end with this. Ironically, when it comes to thinking about Gombak River, I don't think of Gombak the the place <laughs> only because you know Gombak River and then and its mm. relationship and its association with the confluence and everything. So only for Gombak River, I I immediately thought of you know the confluence rather than rather than yeah Gombak. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, that, well, yeah. I suppose most people would would think about it that way. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think that the start of the Gomba River is something that is sort of like further... Yeah, can we actually it find is, it in Gomba? If we go to Gomba, can we actually find it? I know it's way past the university mm. and it's probably in the hills and probably, I would imagine JPS will know and maybe they want to keep it a secret. I mean, not so much a secret. I'm sure you can find it if you look up in, in GIS maps and things like that. I'm sure you'll find it. But, um, you know, because you think about it, okay, when it floods, when it rains heavily in the hills, still happens to, to today, in the hills where the Gomba, you know, above Gomba, you have the Klang River, the Batu River, and which feeds into the Gomba River. Um, these three um, rivers and then the Bonus River and all these other rivers, they all um, head rushing down um, to KL, um, to the confluence at where Mr. Jamik is. 
um, carrying lots of water with it. So somewhere in the hills, they will be there. And that's part of the watershed and that's part of, that's why we have to protect it. I mean, if we, we, as human beings, I mean, we depend on water, we depend on, you know, so environmentally, it's really important for us to keep it clean, to keep the land as unpolluted as possible, and to maybe, I think, the biggest threat um, to all of this is um, rampant overdevelopment, or maybe, you know, development that doesn't take into account the environmental impact. Because I, I remember a few years ago when the which the East Coast Railway was supposed to cut through the ridge, the Klang Ridge, the Quartz Ridge, or or under the ridge or near the ridge. Um that would have been I, I it's been rerouted, but you know, when that was sort of point A to point B, that was the fastest now. Mm. To reroute would have cost cost a lot more. And, and takes extra time. But from an ecological perspective, um, the damage that would have happened if that had continued um, would have been astronomical for, for affecting um, our lives and our livelihood and our environment and all of that. So, so we are, as human beings, I think quite interlinked, although I'm quite a burner in my, and I would necessarily go climbing up hills but there you are um i think it's great to to look at the 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 pictures and to appreciate um the landscape um that goma goma district provides us you know the wealth of different things um that that we look at so yeah You've been tuning in to I Love KL and that was our resident heritage conservation expert Elizabeth Cardosa sharing her thoughts, knowledge and rumination of Gombak. That's all we have for this episode of I Love KL. If you miss any part of the show, you can check out the podcast at bfm.my slash I Love KL. Our app, which you can find via Google Play and the App Store and you can also find this episode and many others on Spotify. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Anif Baharudin and you have been tuning in to I Love KL, bringing you closer to the people and places of our capital city. Stay safe and join us again next week only on BFM 89.9, the business station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.